welcome back to a brand new episode of Talking Shiz. I am Monsters Incorporated, CJ. And I am Mr. Incredible, Maddox. And together, coming this fall from Pixar, a shizzler life. A shizzler life. <laughs> welcome to the show, folks. <laughs> if you are new to the show, thank you so much for stopping by and giving us a chance in the grocery store uh, podcast. You picked a box of Talking Shiz. Thank you. Eat hearty, my friends. And remember, share, share, share. Sharing is caring. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, talking underscore shiz. Instagram, talking underscore shiz. And Maddox, over in the produce aisle, where all everybody go to get their healthy eats at? You can go over to podpage.com forward slash talking shiz. And let me tell you, it's the one-stop shop. It has everything in it that you ever need. Uh, you have your dietary pill section, which actually gives you all of the links going to all of the areas of where you can hear us, such as Google, iHeartRadio, and so on and so forth. You also have your Slim Fast Shakes over where the review section is, where it tells you all of the latest reviews of everyone that is posted. You can even leave one for yourself. And the best part of all, you have the donation box. If you want to leave us a tip, you can buy us a cup of coffee. Or if you just want to become the official shizzler, you can buy merchandise. The link to our merchandise store is there also. You can buy t-shirts, socks, you name it, stickers. I've got stickers. Let me tell you, I've played practical jokes and I've stuck them on people's uh, shirts and it's kind of hilarious when they walk around. Uh, But other than that, it's, uh, yeah, it's a one-stop shop. Definitely go take a look at it absolutely it's awesome like i said you'll be you will be definitely be envied by your friends if you have one of these shizzlers shirt or the talking shiz logo or maybe if we can come up with a great logo who gives a shizzler i think it'd be perfect on a shirt i think it'd be hilarious but my humor (laughs) is definitely different from others my my wife tells me i have a dry sense of humor i don't know what that means i mean i do drink a lot of water so i don't know (laughs) I don't know what that means. We may have to come over there and douse you in a bucket of water. <laughs> How you like it now? It's H2O quality. It's H2O. So anything anything H2O. new? Anything new on your end, Max? Uh, I know it's been a week. No, the wife was... Wife's been talking about getting me a DJ um, little mixing board. Wiki, wiki, wow. So that way I can help like s- start mixing more music. Um, I'm actually been working on some songs that I've been wanting to finish up on because I've been gaming and doing other things. But besides the point, I mean, that's just about it. Nothing fancy. Uh, we just been chilling, watching movies together. Uh, but speaking of movies. Today's episode, we're doing something different, something that we've been wanting to do. And it kind of just fell through the crack. It's funny how, how that is. It's like you get so wrapped up and you write all these ideas down. You know, it's kind of like you're planning, but, oh, well, something else comes up, and it keeps piling on and piling on and piling on. And then finally, like, it was yesterday, I think it was, I'm like, hey, you know what? We should do an episode about this. So we're going to go through some Pixar films. Now, it's not movie reviews or anything like that, because we totally suck at that. But hopefully, uh, we'll name some of your favorite Pixar movies. There's only, like, 22, so (laughs) that's all Pixar has made. Spoiler alert, we're just giving our opinions. On some of these that we've seen. Yes. So if you don't like our opinions, oh well. Sorry. I mean, that's... Sorry, I mean, not sorry. Everybody has their own opinions about something. <laughs> like, people have opinions about me. It's like, hey, CJ, you're dumb. And I'm like, yeah, your face. And then I'll go on. <laughs> but anyway, talk about Pixar. 
<laughs> I actually saw last night Luca. I have to say, I really enjoyed this movie. And I have yet movie. to seen it yet. Dude, it's a really good movie. It, it had the comedy, the elements was there, the friendships. You know, it just had all the feel-good stuff. I'm surprised how well that Pixar could do with water, you know, coming from, you know, from sea to land. And this is not like your typical Pixar movie because some Pixar movies, let's be honest, a huge tragedy happens. And then that's when, you know, the, the story arcs, you know, the hero grabs his arc or whatever. But some Pixar stories are really sad. But this one actually, it, it was, it, well, it was kind of sad. I'll tell you a little bit about it. So, you know, you have this young fish guy and he's swimming around at this, in this sea, you know, and the, they had a town that was far away. And they said, oh, there's sea monsters. And so, so down in the sea, all the fish people, they thought the folks on top of the water, you know, on land, they were land monsters and so it had that whole monster monster thing going on and he accidentally goes up to the surface because he found this dude called uh roberto and they end up having a friendship you know they started doing things together you have the whole where they got into a fight and their friendship is kind of broken roberto was talking about his dad he's all alone he's been living on his own for it looked like a couple of years. His dad never came back, but it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed that movie. And uh, to add on to that, there's a, another movie that is very heartfelt. And I don't care what you say, man. This movie will bring a grown man to tears. And the movie Up. Yes. Dude, that movie. Dude, even though it's a three-dimensional cartoon movie, it's still pulls on the heartstrings me and my wife when we watched it dude it was hands down it was great and then when you discover that his wife passed away and it's like oh my gosh ah such oh man it was so heartfelt and then he went ahead and fulfilled her (laughs) his house with balloons yeah fulfilled the dream and it was like wow Man. And what a great way to oh, honor someone, you know. That's something that she always wanted to do. And it, it just lets you know that life happens. You know, they were planning to go on this trip together. And life happens. And that's what sucks about life. is like when everything starts going good, life said, hell no. Take this thorn in your side. And you're like, shit. And then you have to start all back over. But the thing that I really liked about the movie is that how she got him out of his shell to try things and he kept, mm-hmm. she kept pushing him and inspired him and and then you had the boy scout i guess that's what he was or what was he a cub scout some type of scout and then uh, he brought the comedy uh, i think he would be like their version yeah i think he was like the version of uh boy scout in, in the movie and squirrel <laughs> the look on his face the look on his face was priceless when he was in the air so can i come in now <laughs> <laughs> he's overhanging on for dear life <laughs> now you said you were talking about oh some heart my strings. gosh that was super hilarious on that one um, Since you were talking about heart strings coco luca and coco i'm yeah they're my favorite so far of the pixar I love Coco. It was such a great movie. And it was not what you think is it had a total twist when you found out who Coco was at the end. Mm-hmm. And it was such a great story how they thought great granddad betrayed the whole family. And they're like, no, no, no more music. And then you had the mistaken identity. Like, it, it's weird seeing the talking skeletons. I would 
Uh, it's like, okay, because I guess they just disintegrate, disintegrate real fast or something. Now they're skeletons. And if uh, if you get forgotten, right. your so-called skeleton in the spiritual world just disappears. And it's like, that. It, I mean, again, it's it really tugs on the heart because it's like, you don't want to be forgotten. Exactly. And I think that was some of the moral of the story but, was always remember your loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, keep them in your heart, and then I guess follow your dreams would be the other one. But that's what what my takeaway is like: never forget the ones that who has passed away, who has gone. Always keep them close. Always remember them. It was such a great movie all around. It was such a great movie. And you know, going into like stepping away from heartstring. Well, there's another heartstring movie, but it was more like an adventure too. The new movie that was released last year, Onward. That movie was actually pretty good, in my opinion. I strongly think that that movie was pretty good. Uh, granted, it had a more of a Dungeons and Dragons type feel to it because that's what they based it off of. But and again, it's it was really interesting of how everything was linked together, how they how the adventure turned to be. And granted, yes, it was still a heart pulling string type movie because the father passed away and the the youngest never had an opportunity to meet his father. And he always wanted to. I don't know. And I don't know. I feel it was half baked. And the whole walking pants thing it was kind of freaky. I know it was supposed to be magic, but I felt I don't know there was something missing from that movie, and I cannot pinpoint it. So it'd be it'd be a movie. I only watched it once, so I really need to try to watch it again. But there, I feel like it was kind of mm-hmm. half baked a little bit. Like they were trying a little too hard on this one. Yeah, I, I can I can see that in a way. I, I can. But as far as now, I'm I'm gonna wait until we bring up this other movie because I, I'm probably gonna ruin some childhood. <laughs> So I'm going to wait on that one. Well, you Um, talked about, you brought up Soul. Uh, Soul, once again, was another mm -hmm. movie that I felt was missing something. You know, it had its humor. It had its flow to it. But there was something else missing from that movie. To me, I felt it was kind of half-baked as well. I felt like there was not a lot of preparation into the story. It was good. You know, the voice acting, Jamie Foxx, always does a really good job. There was something missing. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Maybe it was just the... Some of the the spiritual things that were that was kind of freaky looking, you know. I don't know. It was just something missing. I got you, and I can understand that. Uh, me personally, I think it was it was pretty interesting. It was pretty cool. Just gave a whole new insight of things to to the afterlife. Just you know, just to think about different things. Yeah. But the only thing I did agree uh, with that movie is like, wait a minute, my life is starting to be getting on track, and you just want to take me now? No, I want to go back thought that was a really good a really good premise of the movie it's like wait a minute you know i've been doing this all my life i've been struggling and finally finally i, I made something i did this with my life and you want to take it from me after going through all this bs now now i'm dead are you kidding me Where, where's the fairness in that so that i did like that part of the movie so i'm actually anxious to talk about it because i i want to see what everyone's reaction is when they hear this another movie that is blown up tremendously overkill okay this movie and i'm just gonna be honest all of its series of movies has been blown up like crazy the car you know what it was about right cars movies and i'll 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 break this down for you i'll tell you what it was about honestly we didn't really need a second or a third cars 
The third one was not as good, but it was all about merchandise, and that's what Disney does. It's all about merchandise. So when Cars came out, it did okay in the box office. But when they started doing the Hot Wheels and the and the Hot Wheel well the version of the Hot Wheels and they had the little you know the Mater and and Lightning McQueen and Chick McGee and what what was the other guy what was that mm-hmm. Harvey Wallbanger whatever that other car I don't know his name I can't remember I want to call him Harvey when the merchandise started selling that's why the sequels came out because they were it was all about that merchandise you know, had the little cars my nephew my nephew um, loved those collected them. Like, like the hardest one he couldn't find, and I found it for him, was the uh, the forklift and the yellow, uh, the yellow car in the in the tire machine, uh, not tire machine, but the tire mm-hmm. shop. He mm-hmm. he never had the, those, and I the found Italians. Them for him. Yes. So I'm going to ruin every single person's childhood and every single grown adult that has ever watched these movies. So I'm going to reference back to the first one, the original, when Cars first came out. Ain't no gas in it. Mm -hmm. Well, you better get seated for this because this is going to be good. So we understand that the the main character, okay, Lightning McQueen. Arrogant, yeah. Went to this, yeah, this went to this remote little city, this, this little town. And notice how they all said that they don't get a whole lot of visitors. Because of the interstate. But, well, well, hold on a minute. I'm, 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 I'm going to take you down the deep thought into oh, this. Oh, we're going down the rabbit hole? The cars. We're driving down oh, the rabbit dude, hole. Oh, dude, yeah. The cars. The, yeah, we're driving down the rabbit hole, dude. These cars have life in them. They have eyes. They have feelings and everything, right? What was Mater was a tow truck, tow truck yeah, right? Ka-chow. But what, what was his home? His home was a junkyard. And the junkyard had stacks of just parted out cars. So theoretically speaking, he lived in a graveyard. Mater was in a carcass yard, if you will, and dead carcasses was everywhere. So he's a serial and killer. Everyone in that city, <laughs> it was like we don't get a whole lot of visitors. Well, I wonder why. It smells like rust. <laughs> I just ruined childhoods. You're welcome. <laughs> and you wonder why Lightning McQueen was dying his best to get out. I mean, it was like the house of a thousand corpses. <laughs> I said that to a couple of friends. He's like, no, you ruined the movie for me now. Get her done. I said, the next time you go watch that movie, you're going to look at where Mater... <laughs> stays at and it's literally hands down a junkyard that is literally carcasses and he sells the parts to other cars that needs parts yeah he he sells the parts to all the cars that's in that city so basically it's capitalism cars eating cars (laughs) i just ruined somebody's childhood get out of my dreams (laughs) get into my car Why does the car got teeth? But anyway, yeah, you know another. You know, good wait movie. a minute. Now you mentioned something. Why do they have teeth? Because they're always drinking. Why do they have teeth? And oil is blood. Yeah, they drink their own blood, so they're vampires too. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. Go ahead. We we glad we have ruined that movie for everybody <laughs> who's listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> we just ruined it permanently for everyone. 
Dude, I can only imagine what Twitter's going to be like after they hear this episode. Thanks. I can't even look at cars uh, the same but way. Anyway. Well, okay, I'm going to mention a movie. <laughs> I'm going to mention a movie the critics did not like at all. And I'm not a movie critic by any means, but this movie was really good. This is how I can judge a movie, right? When my sons were, were younger, I would take them to the you know movie theater, and we will watch whatever movie they want. My one son, he liked Madagascar 3. You know, that, 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 circus, Afro circus, that, 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 you know, he loved that. That's, dude, he did that for a solid month. He would just walk in the room, that, 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 okay, okay, son, after he saw that movie. Now, my other son, my younger son, we went and saw Rio 2. Movie was horrible. He would not even sit through it. I could even, I could barely get through Rio 2. It was horrible. Now, this movie was from Pixar. I highly enjoyed it. I think shame on these critics because it was a really good movie. The Good Dinosaur. My son loved that movie. He sat down through it. This is how I know it was a good movie. My kids can sit down through it and it grabs their attention like that. It's a great movie. And as I watched it, it, it had mm-hmm. the heartstrings. You know, it had a tragedy at the at the beginning of it with the father p- died due to a flood. Then you have your, you know, your little, you know, building a relationship with a friend, but instead of a, the dinosaur, instead of a, like the caveman having a pet, it was like the total opposite. Not like the crudes, you know, where they had, you know, at the end of it, they had the, you know, prehistoric pets. But it was total opposite where the dinosaurs was actually you know evolving farming and you know wrangling cattle and then you had the cave boy that was like the pet you know he he kind of barked away was you know it was hilarious it was really hilarious the things that this cave boy did and but he didn't have a family either and then you know then he had that arlo had that realization that oh okay he's alone too and they kind of bonded and then at the end of it his family came back so arlo was able to go back to his family and I couldn't understand why the critics was just did not like this movie. I cannot understand that. I have watched this movie four times, and I enjoy this movie every time I watch it. I thought it was very well written. Uh, you had a oh my gosh, what's the dude with a thick mustache? You know who I'm talking about? He was in Ghost Rider. Uh, he does his voice on um, Family Guy as well as the new mayor. Oh yeah, he, he also he also talks about Dodge Ram. Yes, he was in it. He played like the T Rex. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. He did a really good job. As well. It was a great movie. It was a really great movie. That guy. He 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 plays a, an awesome character whenever he's in any movie. I don't care what you say. Just how he handles his character, it's just it's amazing. It's, I mean, the commercial just makes it sound like it's an action video. If you want yourself a truck that's going to last forever, get yourself a Ram. <laughs> that's Sam that's, Elliott. That's my best Sam Elliott. But Sam Elliott, yes, yep. yes. So I had to make sure I found his name. They're like, hey, it's Sam Elliott. Don't you know your movies? No, I don't. Apparently, I do not. I watch movies. I just can't remember names. You know that scene in Men in Black with a neuralizer? When somebody tells me their name, it's like a little neuralizer goes off in my brain and I automatically forget. If I didn't have GPS on my phone. You can recognize faces. No, I can't. I'll take that back. I, I can say, you look familiar. <laughs> that means I forgot your name in your face. <laughs> I have GPS on my phone. Oh. How do you think I get home? I was like, well, where do I live again? It's just my brain is You're full. You're like five feet away from the door. It's just my brain. is. <laughs> it means I'm a genius. I have so many ideas and thoughts. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another great movie, uh, hands down, because it gave me a lot of in- inspiration. 
to invent different things and just the technology that's in the movie. You know, it, it just that's what inspired me with a lot of things that I came up with. But the movie Wally, that was a great movie. The movie Wally is really good. It's very. And you good. know what the you know what the and moral of that story is? It quit throwing your trash all over the no, place. No, one man's garbage is another man's ungarbage. Yeah, he did make a little theater set inside his little <laughs> charging trailer. Also, the other the other but moral the is don't be wasteful. Literally a roll around compact, right? He was literally the roll around compactor. I wonder if he, Wally, was the inspiration for the Roomba. That is a very good question. Told you. If you look at when the Told movie, you I have deep thoughts. Go when ahead. When the movie came out, 2008? Yeah. So the movie came out in 2008. So the best way to look at it is when the, you said Roomba came, when was it invented? 2002. The Roomba 2002? I can't be right. Yeah, it came out before. The Roomba is a product of the firm iRobot found in Burlington, Mass. in 1990 by MIT Robotics. Huh. Okay, well maybe it's the opposite. So basically it started in 19... It was 1990 and that's when it was invented, but it became a product in 2002. So maybe the movie was an inspiration from... 2002 iRobot. Maybe. I mean, it could be. That was... Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, if you think about it, Wally, he gathers up, he eats, and then he shits out a block. So, it's kind of like humans. We eat, and we sh- sometimes we shits out blocks. He, he literally shit a brick. <laughs> My thing okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. I'm just going to ignore you the fact... <laughs> And you just totally just skipped <laughs> I'm it. just going to ignore it. You just ignored it. It's okay for you to I'm ruin cars to and having cars eating cars. <laughs> I'm over here talking about a, a robot <laughs> shitting bricks and you just you just step on. Okay, finish your story. <laughs> You're welcome. The one thing from that whole entire movie that really opened my eyes is that it's like you don't realize how wasteful everyone is. And then when you start looking at the landfills, that movie, there was literally cubes of garbage stacked all the way up to almost as tall as skyscrapers. Buildings. If not taller. And it got so bad, the humans had to leave. Leave. And then when Wally was able to leave Earth with Eva, Eva. and Eva. on their way back... On their way back to the main ship, noticed in the in the movie there was trail of garbage floating in space. It's like really? We still didn't invent technology to get rid of the garbage, but instead we created more? Yep. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta spend and, more to make more. <laughs> I guess you can put it like that. And everyone that was on the on the boat, everybody got their food from a freaking cup. If you like meal in a cup, try snack in a cup. And it's like, are you kidding me? You really? don't want to go to the bathroom anymore? Shit in a cup. Everything is in a cup. <laughs> I just made two shit jokes out of Wally, by the way. That's number two. <laughs> That's number two. That's three. <laughs> I <made it. laughs> You and your crabby jokes. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, So, I, I could tell you another movie. I love Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Billy Crystal, John Goodman. I love comic duos. I like. I love when they put great duos together. Kenan and Kale. 
perfect together. Great. I mean, on screen, they seem like they have a lot of chemistry. Then you had Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Like, I just saw See No Evil, Hear No Evil. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I mean, they great chemistry on scene. Stir Crazy. I can't remember. Any, I can't offhand. But when the voices of John Goodman and Billy Crystal, which, FYI, Billy Crystal was in the running for Buzz Lightyear. And he, he ended mm-hmm. up, he turned it down. But I love that movie. The only thing that does concern me about that movie is the amount of therapy that Boo has to go through because you got this snake-like creature that literally kidnapped you into this world and try to steal your, your oxygen screens and whatever. You cannot tell me that kid was not going to be in therapy. You know, you literally have monsters coming out of your closet. Oh, dude, she's, yeah. Got monsters coming out of the closet, scaring you on purpose so that way they can capture your scream to power their facility. And then it was soon after that they realized laughter has more power behind it. Yeah, which is they have Um, monsters monsters jobs oh what is it um it's a show that's coming out next next month and it's monsters inc oh my gosh i have to look it up but it's um they're actually going to have a tv show and the original cast is coming back that'd be pretty cool i think this next set of movies that i think is my my i would say they're my favorite because it also gave me some inspiration a couple of inventions that i have drawn out the Incredibles 1 and 2. Frozone was awesome. He, and I'm happy that they gave Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson more screen time in the second one. He needed it. Woman, where's my super suit? Oh, by the way, it's Monsters at Work. Monsters at Work. Okay. Yes, and it's all about laughter. But, uh... Yeah. But, yeah, in The Incredibles, great. I think, uh... What's what is his name? Bird, Brad Bird. He directed and wrote it, and he was actually played the voice of Edna in both films. <laughs> and I'm glad that they Edna mode. I'm glad that he took his time with it, like because he he did Iron Giant. That's one of his films. I'm happy that he literally took his time because I feel like it's a rarity when a sequel can outdo the first one, right? With this one, it kind of continued on from where the story left off from the first one it just continued i think he did a really good job like with monsters university even though it was a sequel prequel they did a really good job with it 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 stuck to the originality of the first film even with the second you know like incredibles 2 it like with disney's the santa claus right it was great it was a i feel it is a christmas classic but when they did the sequel like they changed the originality and i think that's important when any type of sequel is don't change the originality of the first film you can improve on it but don't change the foundation Right. Yeah, if it's if the foundation is firm, leave it alone. Yeah. No, it's I'm right there with you when it comes to that, for sure. I really enjoyed Ratatouille, but the concern for me is that a rat is in there cooking food, technically. He's in the kitchen. And you know, rats like the little little pellets, you know, but this rat wants to cook. And people are okay with that. It, it was a really good feel, good film. You know, he wanted to cook. You know, he didn't want to be a rat. You know, he wanted to be something. And it was Chef, um, whatever his name was, LeBeau, Chef Ed. What was his name? Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> I know, I know which one you're talking about. I've seen the movie probably twice, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But my my thing out of all this is that I wonder if you had like one of those meals that required like the black olives, but the one of the black olives. Was wasn't an olive. See, you're bringing it to poo this time, not me. <laughs> but I did think it was funny, though, when he washed his hands, per se, but he didn't use soap. He just literally stuck his paws in water and walked on. i tell you another good movie. I kind of wish they would do a sequel. It's Inside Out. 
what a great movie, especially yes. being in that time period of hitting, you know, right before puberty and you're dealing with a lot of life changes and how your body reacts from being a kid, you know, having kid thoughts and you're kind of gradually gr- growing your thoughts into kind of like a preteen, then a teenager, and then eventually an adult. Especially, you know, being awkward as a preteen and teen, you know, you kind of have the anger and, you know, you have the insecurities, you have the fear, or, you know, you have all these emotions and you're trying to be happy, but you can't be happy, but you have to understand like being sad is also okay to be sad as long as you talk about it right and imaginary friends do help too <laughs> bingo bongo bongo <laughs> bing. Bing, bong. bing bong bing bong yeah that that movie yeah, was, was great was really good to me too it, it was super awesome um i loved how as each new emotion got introduced, they arrived, and the main character was like, are you kidding me? How many more are you? I just want to be happy. I'm joy. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> I do believe that they did pick the right voices for the characters as well. Bill Hader, you have, um, what was her name? She played Phyllis on The Office. Yes, yes. Uh, well, she Phyllis, her name is Phyllis. Sadness. Yeah, Phyllis Smith, Mindy Kaling, yeah. Louis Black. Amy Poyer did a great job with Joy. The, the guy, the guy who did Anger, was the, the best. Perfect scene is like, can I, can I use that new curse word now? Lewis Black, yeah. <laughs> Even Richard yes, Kind did a good job amazing. for Bing Bong. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Right? Yeah, I, I think they did a really good job with the cast. The story was great. As adults, we can remember that awkward stage of growing up and and to you know having all these mixed emotions and trying to literally even now even as an adult sometimes just trying to get a grasp on emotions is can be hard unless you know you take Paxil or or Xanax then you're pretty much a zombie (laughs) right Okay, since we since you brought up cars, I'm gonna bring up this one because I think they should have stopped at least a sequel and that's it. Toy Story. And once again, this has all to do with merchandising. Toy Story Four was okay. I was disappointed. I can I didn't have the Toy Story feeling. I guess because Andy left. The first one was good. It was funny. It was great. The second one, okay, it, it was okay. It was good. The third one. Uh, I couldn't wrap my head because you didn't have Bo Peep. You didn't have some of the original characters from the first two. And they should have just stopped. Right. They should have left it alone. They should have closed it out. Well, I guess we can actually end, end the show with the very last movie. Because I, well, I know there's like 22 movies. And I know we probably skipped some. But other than A Bug's Life, which is great... There's one movie that we haven't talked about, Finding Nemo. Then you had Finding Dory. Not really much to say. I mean, it was great. You know, it's mm. about a, a kid getting kidnapped and a daddy kind of did a whole taken ordeal. Look, I will find you and I will kill you. And he swims after and he basically, that's what happened. He totally wrecks the, the dentist's office. Yeah, I guess if you, in a way, if you think about it, he did find Nemo and he caused master to that disaster to that fish tank inside the dentist's office. Exactly. I, that, that was my Liam Nielsen, Nielsen impersonation. Look, you captured my son in a bag. You have two ways to do this. One, you can give me my son back, unharmed, out of a bag. Two, I will find you and I will hurt you. Okay. I'm a- in your wallet, because I can't do anything to you. <laughs> Capital One. What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? <laughs> By the way, we're not sponsored by them. If you want to sponsor us, sure. Go right ahead. In 2016, you had Finding Dory, which was funny. You know, Mm -hmm. Dory was funny. But other than that, that's it. Maybe we ruined some childhoods. Maybe we didn't. 
Who knows? I probably did. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step on the line there and be like, I think we did. But other than that, I think we pretty much nailed it on top of the head. Well, thank you guys so much. Oh, what's his new button? Poobity. What is Poobity? I don't know if we should press this button or not, but good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you in the next one.